Hello and welcome to the Geekatorium podcast number 102. So, spoiler alert as always, but this week we are talking about Hawkeye, we're talking about Star Trek Discovery, we've been playing Guardians of the Galaxy and we've been playing Jurassic World Evolution 2. We have a sodium story all around Henry Cavill wanting to join the Flash movie and we have a fantastic five on the best exits by a central character not involving a death. That is a hell of a long title for a Fantastic Five, but we hope you enjoy it. Now, needs to say, if you enjoy this podcast, please hit subscribe on whatever platform you are listening to and tell other people about this podcast via social media or in real life. And if you want to give us a little extra support, you can do so by heading over to our Patreon. Just search all of social media for The Geekatorium Podcast and you'll find us. But without further ado, let's go into the podcast. How are you, mate? I'm, 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 I'm okay. It's, it's been a heavy week, but I'm all right. It's, uh, Loaded I'm not question gonna, with you every time. I, right I know, now, I know, right? Currently. I know. Uh, I'm not going to go into it. Uh, it's because it's, it's, it's a right fucking downer. But, yeah. <laughs> but welcome not... to Matt Blair's emotional minefield. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I'm getting by. Do you know what? I haven't, I haven't been getting by on coffee. Um, you know, you know how in Futurama he has a hundred coffees and that sends him in sort of to an ethereal plane. Yeah. That's, that's me like every Monday. turns out you don't need coffee. You certainly don't need a hundred coffees. All I need, it turns out is Mm. one can of monster. Oh, that stuff's evil. There is actually a hundred cups of coffee in one of them. Yeah. I can phase through walls. I can yeah, phase through walls. Yeah. In fact, could when you I, taste colors? Uh, yeah, when I, when I put when I put the, when I tried to put the headphones on for this podcast, they just fell through me. Yeah, yeah I had to yeah, I had yeah, to slow yeah. myself down. And the <laughs> other thing, were you Ensign Rowe and Jordi LaForge <laughs> in the next phase? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and somehow the, they can walk on the walk on each deck, but yeah, they can. Yeah, no. they, yeah. It, 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 the, the physics doesn't make sense. The other thing I found with Monster, which I don't know how to feel about this, um, mm. and and get ready, people, to to, to listen to this. Um, Go on. It makes my pee as luminous as I've had a Barocca without any of the health benefits of Barocca. Yeah. Um, there's a reason I have never touched Monster and I never will. I, I think I just gave it to you, yes? <laughs> it's all about pee colour with you. I know, I know. It's <laughs> <laughs> That stuff is just constant. Do you know in like the Simpsons movie? Yeah. When Homer dumps the pig silo, uh, the pig dung silo into the river mm. into the lake and it goes all black and then the scale comes up and just goes evil yes yeah the, what they do is they then take that stuff and they <laughs> can it up and sell it as monster yeah yeah i mean it, it's like engine fuel because it makes my entire being vibrate yeah. like an engine yeah yeah, yeah. and it's, it's it's that whole thing of like it's the it's the choice of drink for streamers not for me no, I mean, I, I I don't have it on stream. I, I have to actually have the can over a course of about two hours because if I yeah. have it, if I if, if I have the whole can too much, I, I am just a mess. I am a you know mess. You know what else that is, though? What? You're old. Yeah, there is that too, yeah. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. You're old. that's become. We should have merch. We're old. Yeah, that's we're that's old. what our merch. Is. Yeah. <laughs> Geekatorium. We're old. We're and old. We know it. <laughs> oh my word! Are you all right? I was. Um, so um, I was supposed to be at a um, a, a wedding this mm. weekend. Just passed. Mm. Uh, so usually we record on a Saturday. Yeah. Uh, today it is Monday. Yeah. Um, and the reason uh, that we're not, the reason, so I was supposed to be at a wedding, that's the reason why we're recording today. And then I reached out to you and I said, blah, 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 let's do that record. Um, and unfortunately, I couldn't do it in that little two hour window you gave me. No, <laughs> no, like, no, no, no. And that's, 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 it's that's fair. fair. It's, it's no, just, no, no, I'd already like, made some changes as well to my schedule. So the reason, yeah. the reason um, we couldn't record is because unfortunately Jonah is sick right now. Um, oh. He developed uh, a little bit of a sick, I don't know what it is. But he threw up a little bit on Friday night. He was pretty. He was out. He was out of sorts on all day Saturday. Glad we didn't go in the end because it was. He started throwing up again on Saturday night. Mm. Um, now, uh, now Mrs. C has got it. No. She's feeling awful, and she spent all day sun. So on Sunday, it was like she, she was spent. She spent all day feeling awful and just sort of resting. And I spent all day looking after Jonah. Mm. I'm trying to do everything else and, you know, everything yeah, else as well. Yeah, yeah, of course. And now I'm starting to feel a little oh, bit no. under the weather. <laughs> so it's just like, ah, it just had to happen now. Um, so it's it's not COVID. No. I have, I, I've done all the necessary tests. Mm-hmm. Um, I have passed. Wait, do you pass or you fail? I, I don't understand. Um, <laughs> I, no one knows. Yeah. No one knows. So. I, I, it's definitely not. It's definitely not COVID, but it is definitely um, a cold. Which you know, they, they they still exist. People, they still exist. Oh yeah, they do. Has it got to a point then? Because babies, right? Babies, yeah. like. Yep. L- let yep. me tell you about what I know about babies. <laughs> the you can drop them. No, you, no, no, you, no, let's, you absolutely cannot going, drop babies. Okay? We're not going down that path again, for God's sake. <laughs> you can't <laughs> take them out with pencils either. So, <laughs> but. Uh, does it get to a point because babies throw up quite a bit early on? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so does mm-hmm. it get to a point where they they reach a phase where if a baby starts throwing up, we went, oh no no now now we know that there's something wrong. Oh like right, early okay. on, like a baby uh, a baby can throw yeah, 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 up yeah. quite a bit in its early yeah, days. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, oh, it's I, been I, sick I, a bit, yeah. it's been sick a yeah. bit, and now it's yeah, sick. Yeah, it's like yeah. oh no no, this means something's wrong. Yeah 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 yeah. yeah. What's when we reach that point, we'll let you know. No, no, it's like it's uh, this is this is um you have to consider both ends it comes out. Well, yes, of course. So, it's, you know, yes, throwing up, mm. but as long as there's enough pee coming out as well and it's not luminous, uh <laughs> we're okay. We're okay. So, we're okay. Have we're you fine. tried giving monsters to to, to, to Jonah? The only monster I know is you, Matt Blair. <laughs> of all the way you talk about my child. So you stay away. Stay away. Anyway, oh. what have you been watching? I mean, there's only two things we've been watching. We've only, yeah, there's only a couple of things. Uh, oh, actually, I, I've got a third thing we'll talk you've about. Got a we'll third talk thing. about, the, okay, well, we'll talk about the two things first of all. Fantastic. One, the third thing is not entirely geeky, but I want to talk about it. Okay. Because, yeah. I'll allow it. Uh, good, because I allowed <laughs> Bake Off last year, dickhead. <laughs> We didn't do it this year. That was really disappointing. We didn't, but at the same yeah. time, it wasn't the greatest season this year of Bake Off. Mm, it wasn't, I, was I, it? I I, 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 feel aggrieved by the semi-final. I well, oh, because of um, Jurgen. Jurgen, yeah. I, 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 I was, I was, I was actually all right with that. I definitely think that the the person 
on the day should not have won. Uh, I, I don't think um, Giuseppe should you have think won. You think Giuseppe should have no, won? Not on the day, no, no. I actually, I do actually think Chiggs won that day. Won yeah. the day, I don't think he won the whole show, but he won that day. Okay. So, but that's... Okay, anyway. but the final is considered, like, the whole... They do consider the whole thing as well as the final, so... they yeah, do. They, they do. They do, though. Right, anyway. It's kind of like F1. <laughs> now, see, I don't really care about the F1. I don't know, but hilarious. I thought I would drop it in there just to see if the reference worked and if anyone gets triggered now listen to the podcast. Yes. Um, so, uh, otherwise, our target demographic for this podcast is probably going, uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> 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 so anyway, away. Uh, anyway, Hawkeye, 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 right? Um, really good episode. Really, mm. really good episode. Mm. Um, now, I've changed one of my theories from last week. Oh, well, changed it. I, even though I, I, I said at the time, right? You know how I said it could be Elena as as the Ronin? Yeah, absolutely okay. not. No, I've, I, no that, that's not. absolutely not. Yeah, Elena's a Black Widow. I do have a feeling that it might still not be Hawkeye. I Okay, okay. I think, yeah, okay, go, 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 go. I think it might be Jack. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I yeah. I think yeah, it yeah, might yeah. be Jack, because that's why he's interested in the Ronin sword and the Ronin outfit and all of that sort of stuff. I think, because I, I, we didn't get a good look at the sword that was used to kill Echo's parents or Echo's dad. So yeah. there is, there is, there's a part of me that thinks that maybe he did that because I think if they are going to bring in Kingpin, mm. I think it's going to be a... Because uh, we are thinking Uncle is Wilson Fisk, yeah? Are, are yeah. we in agreement of that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because that sounded like his laugh when, when, yeah. he, when, he, when he pinches oh, the yeah, cheek yeah, yeah. of young Maya. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would think that Fisk is probably after Jack. Like Jack probably wants to take over the Kingpin's organization and taking out the tracksuit mafia and causing a distraction. And, you know, there's, there's, there's a bit of me that thinks that I'm probably going to be proven absolutely wrong and I'm fine. It's just a yeah. fun theory that I'm speculating to myself cool. with. Cool. Um, what, 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 what are you thinking of the episode itself? I really enjoyed it. Mm. Um, um, I, do you know what was really funny? It was like afterwards, like they were going, Oh, and it's so great that we managed to keep Yelena's uh, cameo a secret, appearance on the show a secret for so long, and da-da-da. And I was like, I Googled it. <laughs> also, you don't put that I, set up at the end of Black Widow to not pay it off well, in first, the series. First of all, there's that. And then second of all, I literally typed in Hawkeye mm. into Google, and in the cast and crew section of Google, She's there. Florence Pugh was there. She's there. She's absolutely it's like, there. You did not keep it a secret whatsoever. And I I did that on the first episode. Like it was it's just like you didn't keep a secret. I'm sorry, but but I will say her appearance was awesome. It was great. Uh, yeah. It was it was great. Um lots of anger. Lots mm -hmm. of anger. Mm -hmm. But then you have to bear in mind that, you know, she's been fed the information by um, you know, Valentina mm -hmm. that Hawkeye killed uh natasha that's what the, she remember, did say the, the, the wording was the one responsible for natasha's death those yeah, were the which words indicates used. no 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 but that, that, yeah, of it's course very clever um so um she's like oh you malicious obviously you've you've murdered her and blah 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 obviously the truth will come out there'll mm -hmm. be i reckon next episode they'll fight 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 wait why are you trying to kill me you killed her mm -hmm. no way blah 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 yeah. there'll be a talk 
Oh, the I, thing, mean, I thought it was interesting because I have watched it twice because I watch it on my own and I watch it with yep. uh, with Kelly. Yep. But yep. Um, yep. the thing that I thought was also interesting is I think I know how Yelena knew where to find him oh. uh, because it was the phone call that Kate's mum makes. Right. And that's so I think she she's obviously in with Contessa Valentina, whatever. Um, I think she's the one that did the con because she was like, it's Eleanor. I need to, I need to speak with you. It's urgent. Call me back. Like, so I was like, Oh, the second time I was like, Oh my God, that's, that's how Yelena knows. So I think there's a connection there. That's, that's the only thing I've got to go on. I'm pretty sure that's that. Do you know what I love about fan theories? What? There's, you come up with them mm. and it's fun to come up with them mm. and then they're always wrong of course no and that's <laughs> not just you I don't, I don't mean i'm not just you oh, i mean I know, like, i know i know i know yeah, but that's that's yeah. that's kind they're, of the fun they're, they're, they're always so much simpler yeah because it's mephisto right that's yeah that, that's who she was on the phone to definitely yeah 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 yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah. i mean that's um, who it's gonna be <laughs> we can speculate all we want it's going to be mephisto yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But no, it's 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 it will it will be I I think it's gonna be a lot simpler. I think mm. I think I'm starting to think that Jack is a bad guy is actually a red herring. Oh no, well I think I think that's why they're setting it up for um for Fisk. Because yeah. I think I think um Jack's gonna make the play. No, no but then, I don't I I, I, p- I don't think he's even I don't know. I don't know. I think it's too They've done too much to be like, oh, he's the bad guy and he's, you know, evil and this, that, and the next thing. It's too much. And whenever they do that too much, it always, it either, it either turns out to be exactly what it is or um, it, it's it's completely opposite. Do you know what I mean? So like, I, I, I don't know. Um, he's not on the straight and narrow though, because he's, 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 he's the CEO of Sloan Limited, who's a front for the tracksuit mafia. So we yeah. know that much. Like, <laughs> Yeah. But I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying it overall. Yeah. So the thing that I thought was beautiful, it was um, a lovely callback and a, 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 a certainly a, a triggering thing. And I don't use that mm. word lightly, a triggering thing for Hawkeye himself for, for Clint is also very interesting that Yelena wasn't actually trying to kill anyone. She was no. just, I think it was like she was doing a test. Like, okay, yeah. how, how strong are these people? Because she could have killed um, Kate, yeah. Kate when she threw her off that. But she Easily. attached the thing to her to, to, to hang her from the building. But yeah. then when she's hanging from the building, Hawkeye's got the rope and the music from Natasha's yeah. death scene yeah, is yeah, echoing yeah. in the background. And you're like, oh shit. And he's like, he's there again. He's like, I can't do this again. Get out of here. Like that was beautifully done beautifully yeah. done oh and can we just say once again the chemistry between those two superb is so good superb. how how yeah. how how yeah. and, like, and, and th- 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 that christmas evening that they spent together was just so beautiful oh it was so much fun and it was like what's the best shot you've ever taken the one i didn't and oh. it was like oh finally oh. as well from some backstory some proper backstory from his perspective because we've always really had it from mm. natasha's perspective so well, that's, actually, the whole, that's the whole thing about this series is that we're mm. finally getting the backstory on Hawkeye, the development of Hawkeye that we've never had. Mm. Like Hawkeye has always just been in every single Avengers movie. He's kind of just been in like, the first movie. He was part of the bad group for like yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the for, for a good of the chunk film. of it. He wasn't yeah, even then, that good in Thor for his cameo. He was kind no. of someone you were rooting against in Thor. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, what else? It was uh, Civil War. Like, you know, he, he was he was sort of he's, he's just sort of there in Civil yeah and, and but like, i think the most work he's ever had in the series is like is it's endgame like oh, up no, to ultron ultron yeah ultron i'll give you a little yeah 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 he was good in ultron yeah um underrated uh yeah, yeah. 
Um, it gets more flat. It gets, it gets, no, and also uh, it, 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 it's actually a lot better in the whole grand scheme of things. As a yeah. standalone movie, maybe not so good, but in the grand scheme of yeah. the massive Infinity Saga. Anyway, I'm, yeah. I'm enjoying this because we're finally drilling down into Hawkeye. Mm. It's great. Cool. What's a shame is that it's the one MCU TV series on Disney Plus that seems to be doing the worst out of all of them. And to be honest, it is by far not the worst. And none of them are bad. But Hawkeye is certainly I, I, not at the bottom of I'd that. I put pile. it. I put it above uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah, Falcon, uh, Winter, Falcon Winter Soldier. It's Winter above Soldier. that. It might be WandaVision, and Loki and Hawkeye right now are even pegging for me. I I, I really agree. like them. I I'd really agree. like both shows. Very different, but I'd agree. Mm. Yep. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the other thing. The other thing. Star Trek Discovery. Mm. This wasn't the best episode. I gotta say. Mm. Okay. I, I I didn't enjoy it so much. Okay. Uh, I I I was also distracted by a very terrible wig on one of the cadets. Um, it was just it was just awful. Do you, the you know Orion? I mean? No, not the Orion. The the, the, the young girl. The young girl yeah, with the Sasha, very yeah. unrealistic like wig that just flicks. Oh up, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was just perfect, despite the fact that you've just crashed. You're now on a frozen planet, and you still have this perfect bob yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's a terrible wig <laughs> and that's a it's a terrible thing for me to be sitting there and i'm the, yeah. the episode is like doing badly because of a wig but yeah. I, th- I feel like how often i feel about you and your streams my yeah. wig is awful like. <laughs> but tilly i think has been done a little dirty i think she's been done a little dirty uh i don't think that as, I, I, as, I, I do think that this is actually a setup because that now that she's this is one of the reasons why i picked our fantastic five by the way but mm. um to have her very quite abruptly now now she's gone now she's no longer a part of the crew and the goodbyes to everyone was quite short so i'm hoping that they've taken her out for her to do a big thing towards the end of the season yeah that there's a reason oh why no she's doubt no yeah i mean it. yeah it's gonna be yeah because otherwise not, it would uh, be a very unceremonious yeah. exit for that character because she's no, no, such a popular character too which is is just a shame, but I am. Uh, other than that, I'm digging the uh, therapy session between uh, Booker and uh, Colbert. Loving that. Good. Don't know if uh, that was. Do you uh, like that? I don't think that the therapy sessions are as strong as say the Ted Lasso therapy sessions. Yeah, but Ted Lasso is in a category of its own. True. Um, so you've got to do like for like, and the, the the closest you can compare to is Star Trek to Star Trek, um, and I think these therapy sessions are far beyond what we ever saw in Next Generation. Yeah, Troy with, uh, was Troy's. not a great counselor. Let's be honest. No, no, <laughs> no. It was terrible, objectively terrible. She got way too personal with her uh, with people. Mm-hmm. It was it was objectively terrible. Whereas this one was really really good. I. Right, so I enjoyed the episode mm-hmm. overall. Mm-hmm. Um, there was things that I liked about it. What I liked about it was we got some proper dip- diplomacy in it. We got yes. some proper diplomatic, okay, mm-hmm. we're going to have to think outside the box reasoning. It was a Brexit episode. It was very much a Brexit episode. <laughs> it was episode, a Brexit episode. Oh my God. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, well, so I was watching it going, are we... Are we the bad guys? <laughs> talking, they're talking like, we need an exit clause. No, we yeah. can't have an exit clause. But then all the other places will want an exit clause as well. And it was like, oh my God, they are doing Brexit. Yeah, yeah. They, they've looked at us and gone, that's not how you do things. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so I some proper diplomacy, some thinking outside the box. I really enjoyed, I really enjoyed seeing that. 
Um, what else did I enjoy? I enjoyed the concept mm. of the cadet mission, right? So I enjoyed the yeah. concept of it. Um, so the idea of the Tilly leading these yeah. cadets on and marooning the planet. It's been done up before. Galileo 7 of in the original course. series. It's been done I many times. Every series has done a version of it, right? Yeah. So I enjoyed seeing that we did it. Um, I think Culber is, again, just such a great character. I think he's definitely become one of my... It's really funny how the weakest Star Trek series mm. have my favorite Doctors. So <laughs> Phlox in Enterprise, I yeah. think, is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, the EMH from Voyager mm-hmm. is phenomenal. Yeah. And Culber is just brilliant. Yeah. You know, if you compare that, like Next Generation, Crusher's a bit meh, and Pulaski is never, let's never talk of never, Pulaski. Never talk, no, no one talks about her ever again. Yep. McCoy is fine yeah, in original is, series. I mean, no, but he's, he's, just, he's, he's almost a gold standard, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I just don't like Bashir. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just, I just don't. He has his ups and downs. I've, I've, at the moment, I quite like Bashir, but that's because I am in the. No, no, no. I get that, but I just overall, I just didn't think he was that great a character. No. Um, or I, and I, I don't think that's, I don't think that's the actor's fault. I think it's the, no, the no, fault. no, no, no. It's, it's, it's definitely the fault of the the writers not yeah. really knowing what they wanted to do with him. They did him a dirty by making him genetically engineered. I think. Um, so those are the things that I really liked in this in this episode. There's lots of talking in this episode. Not so much. Well, this is so, this is why like the majority of the episode was talk, talk, talk. Let's talk this things through and think outside the box uh, type Star Trek stuff. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. what I really liked. Yeah, but they just couldn't resist having action shooty, could they? With the whole cadet mission thing, and that's that's where I felt the episode was actually at its weakest. Was the cadet the way that they executed the cadet mission thing? Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was every single every single every single character. Tilly wasn't calm at all. No. Right, she didn't feel like a leader. No, in that episode, she felt as panicked as the cadets. Yes, um, the cadets. Like I don't. Un- they've all joined Starfleet Academy. By this point, they've known each other for a few months. Yet they act as if they don't know each other at all. Yeah. And I refuse to believe that they've not spent some time together in the actual academy itself. We see how few cadets there are at mm. Starfleet Academy. Yeah. Right. So how do these people not know a single thing about each other? They should. Yeah. So I didn't buy that. And I hated, I hated, I really, it really got to me was, oh, we've only got limited amount of time uh, to get to the, to the summit. And we've only got a minute before these creatures come to catch mm-hmm. us. Yeah. So what should we do? Let's talk about our feelings. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's just like, you know, you can do that later. And in fact, you know what? It would be really great to see a scene where you've just been rescued and you open up to each other at that point because yes. you've been through this shared experience. Yes. Instead, they shoehorned, they felt shoehorned in. So I felt it was a really, I really enjoyed the pl- diplomacy on Navarre. Mm. I really enjoyed Culber, the, the counseling sessions with Culber. Um, but I just felt that the, the, the cadet mission just kind of took away from the rest of the episode. It, it felt like action for action's sake and not very well executed. It's I like the concept. Thought, yeah, the concept. Didn't like the execution. I did think, like the, like one of the cadets did, at the beginning of it, I was like, well, this is just going to be a, a, a holodeck mission. Yeah. And then when it, they, they actually started crashing, I was like, oh, wait, they've, they've actually sent out these unseasoned mm. cadets into something that could turn into something dangerous. Well, this was a mistake. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, so it yeah. was it, it was a little bit disappointing. It that was. that for me that dragged that bit dragged the whole episode down. 
I thought for a moment that they had landed on the ice planet that Kirk landed in in the first <laughs> Star Trek movie. Like yeah, I thought it was going to be that, that creature. Cool. When you that saw the creature, cool. it would have been brilliant because it made sense because they were kind of near Navarre, which Navarre, was yeah. near, and I just thought, oh, okay, then maybe that's... I thought it was going to be some sort of connection in that respect, but it sadly wasn't. But what I will say is uh, Michael uh, getting, essentially, her Captain Picard moment. Yep. That was something that was that was very Picard what she did. Yeah. And yep. the thing that would make it even more Picard <coughs> excuse me. The thing that would make it even more Picard is if she's now like in charge of this new committee, which mm. is something that Captain Picard did several times where he'd be in charge yeah. of something or was a connection with the Klingons, and then it was never spoken of again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah can we just do that? Yeah. Um <laughs> But it's it's very interesting. She, she she's had. Her, she, they're, they're definitely changing the character of Michael a lot mm. um, this season. I've noticed that. Mm. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I I I say I, I enjoyed it. Um, the the little bit of flirting between Saru and the president. And yeah, yeah, Ooh, yeah. yeah. A little bit of Vulcan uh, flirting there. That was uh, she was she's into him. Yeah, there's, there's a thing. There's a thing there for so someone who doesn't that. show emotion. She comes. She showed a lot of emotion. She's showing in there. the horniness for sure. Definitely. Um, it's definitely time for pon pon fire. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, just back to Tilly for one second. Sorry, yep. and then we'll move on. Um, from this. Um, it. I don't think they've done her dirty. I think they've deliberately done this. You know, obviously it's part of the writing. This is obviously what they felt was best for her character. And I kind of agree mm. um, with the direction it's gone in. It'll be interesting. Is, I've, this is one of those theories that I've read. Um, is if this is a soft pilot. Oh, what? For a Star Trek Academy TV series? For a Starfleet Academy series, mm. potentially. Like it feels now, like it feels... Star Trek feels confident in itself right now mm. that it can sort of start these new... Like, obviously, in season... Uh, you know, they, they had the, the, the great se season two uh, with Pike, mm. and suddenly everyone was clamoring for a Pike series, and, and we've got it. it. Yeah. We're getting it, yeah. And so it does feel like... It feels like everything can be a potential spin-off right now. The Section 31 show is still potentially there. Mm. It, there. There's so many series that, like, it could happen, and, like, it does... And a lot of the stuff, like Lower Decks... Prodigy's getting good write-ups. Discovery is not spectacular, but it's being solid for a lot of people. Um, Picard, people are excited about the new series of Picard. Yeah. So, so it feels like they're and uh, everyone's excited for Strange New Worlds. It feels now they're like they're confident that Star Trek series are not declining in quality as rapidly as they did towards the end of the nineties. No, no, absolutely, and, and so. It's, and they feel like there's, there's enough series stories for to tell. There's a series for everyone, as we've talked about before, because you've got it for the kids, you've mm. got it for the teens with, with yep. Lower Decks, you've got the the, the more grown-up, mature audience with Picard, mm. and then you've got everyone in between those age brackets for your Discovery, your Strange New Worlds, and everything. It, it's something yeah. for everyone at the moment. There's so a risk of being oversaturated, sure, yeah. but I don't think we're there yet. Not I don't yet. think we are. I don't think we are. I think if you look at Marvel, I don't think we are there yet. No. So, okay, no. cool. That's excellent. There's one last thing I would like to talk about. Yeah. What, you, what else have you been watching? I, I've, I've taken a couple of weeks to watch it, and look, I know we usually stick to nerdy stuff like you know pop culture. So in terms of like Marvel movies, Star Trek, Star Trek TV series, 
uh, Batman comics, whatever. I know we usually stick to those types of things. You talking something... about Married at First Sight in Australia? Is that is that yes, the show exactly you're talking it. about? Yeah. But there's yeah. something that I also like to nerd out about, and not as much as you do. Not as much as you do. Uh, I appreciate you're a little bit more talented, and or you worked a little bit harder than me <laughs> at this, right? Okay. But I, I like music. Okay, I like music, right. and I yeah. get nerdy about music. I do. Oh, um, it is. And uh, the other day, I finished watching uh, Get Back mm-hmm. on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Have you watched it at all? No, no. I'm not a huge fan of the Beatles, to be no, honest. That's, that's fair enough. I I am a huge fan of the Beatles. I, I, I absolutely... I, I, I grew up on the Beatles. Mm. Um, and uh, I was blown away by it. It's okay. it's a long watch. It's three parts. Each part's like two hours, four minutes. It's like eight minutes. hours of Yeah, it's a it? huge yeah. amount of footage. It's incredible. It's incredible watching them work. It's incredible. It feels like it was yesterday. Mm. Boom, boom. <laughs> um, and it, but it's like it's so well done. Like it's so well edited and put together. Isn't it really just the movie Let It Be, but the Snyder Cut? Essentially, yes. <laughs> Essentially, yes. But so much better than the Snyder Cut. Is there right. a, is there a Beatles are great edition? <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's really like there's a scene where you see Paul McCartney sort of essentially work out get back mm. and seeing him come up with like what what would what what would turn out to be one of the Beatles greatest songs mm. from essentially nothing like and you're just going this is incredible there's no words he doesn't he doesn't start with like he doesn't start with words and then go there he doesn't start with he doesn't even start with set chords he's just strumming away on his on this guitar and just coming up and it's coming for a beat and everything like that and it's just incredible to watch and then it's incredible watching as he's doing that suddenly george harrison joins in and starts putting together a tiny little lead bit um ringo's there drumming away on his thighs as he's picking up the beat of it and stuff like that and you're just like this is incredible to watch this come together from absolutely mm-hmm. nothing. Mm-hmm. And you go like, uh, you realize at that point, like the Beatles were like top of their game at this point. You know, they were really, really mm. fantastic songwriters at this Not point. Not even Especially, in their 30s yet either. Yeah, 28, 26, Something 28, like 29 28, at this point. Yeah. So you've got to think like, this is this is insane. And it's just such a great document. I think one of my things I loved about it though, is because the Beatles are deified as a band they are mm-hmm. and yeah. john lennon paul mccartney they, they're deified as musicians um because of because of what they achieved in their lifetime though incidentally yeah. pretty much anything after the beatles apart from george harrison's work is not that good um, No, here's something i will say as i as i just want to clarify i said i'm not a big fan of the beatles but i'm happy to admit that everyone that i am influenced by was influenced, was by, influenced the by the beatles yeah. They, I, I can't yeah. deny how important they were to the music industry. Oh yeah, yeah, to songwriting no, no, no. and I, arranging. Madonna influenced the pop industry a hell of a lot. I'm yeah. not a big fan of her. Yeah, yeah. So there yeah. you go. But they are um, pivotal. They are pivotal to modern music of today. Oh, they are. They, they are. are. But it's. I think like they are deified a lot. But what this documentary does, and I, I think it's great, is that it humanizes them a lot. So mm-hmm. you're watching them in the studio, and you realize that they're just. Four people who, at one point, much closer, but they're friends, and they're working together to create stuff that they love. Isn't there and a large like, chunk of it where there's just three people though? <laughs> there is. <laughs> not really. No, no. The whole George Harrison leaving thing is is handled in between. You know, it's not handled. It's not, it's not a long. Story. Yeah. But it's a it's a great watch. I really, if you are a fan of the Beatles, great watch. If you're not a fan of the Beatles, it's still good to watch. I I'll think probably like watch it, it at some point. Just yeah, it's it's interesting seeing 
the birth of it. And also, like, and I, I don't think this gets picked up on people a lot as well. The amount of people around them at mm. this point mm. that aren't musicians. Right. That aren't there for creative creative reasons, but mm. are there because they're suits that are making money out of the Beatles. Yeah, yeah. It It's quite sad to see. Well, it's like that way. creepy guy who was hanging around Freddie Mercury for a bit. Yeah, and like you see, there's, there's points where like one of them has picked up the bass guitar, like uh, Paul's bass, and is like sort of playing along in the background, but he's not really playing because he doesn't know how to play. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you're just leeching off the Beatles at this point. You know what I mean? It's like, mm. it's a bit... It's a bit creepy, but that's the level of success that they achieved is that people would, you know, that's they, they, they want to say that. You, you just know, made me so. think we should uh, create a new TV series that's essentially Entourage, but with musicians instead of actors. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> we should do that. <laughs> yeah, should. Anyway, that's what I've been watching. Nice, so, nice. What have you been playing? Um, a couple of things, actually, because uh, w- you you got in on this, which was quite funny, uh, where where we played some Among Us. Uh, and there was like a, a scheduled stream where it was like yeah. uh, on, on, with Matt Haas and it was like with these streamers and then 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 you decided to join us halfway through like uh, c- c- can I play yeah sure fuck it why not so <laughs> and uh, I, I was pretty proud of myself in that game because mm. uh, mm. I did manage one success as an imposter but yep. probably one of my greatest was when I really was getting caught out yeah uh, where I'd killed someone and then someone. I walked past me and I'm like, oh, fuck, they're going to find the body. They're going to find the body. And then they straight away opened and accused me right out. But I somehow managed to turn it around and just wait. It sounds like that you've just done a self-report and pretended to find a body even though you just killed it. And everyone voted them out. And I was so... Unfortunately, I didn't win that round, but I was proud of that moment. Yeah, why didn't you win that round? Because I remember that round. Because somehow... You just went, just vote Matt out, and everyone did. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> all this now careful that, lying. And all the time that I have played Among Us, that was my proudest moment. <laughs> I literally just went, should we just all vote Matt out? And everyone, and everyone went, did. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> it's just beautiful. I mean, so, it's so, so weird. So proud of myself. It's I mean, so I was right as well. I mean, you were. I mean, I was the imposter, but still, yeah. it was. It was a very. It was one of the most uh, fun uh, sessions of that game that I played. Um, otherwise, I'm I'm playing more Guardians of the Galaxy now. Yep. Here's something that's really cool with this game, because mm. one big aspect of the game is conversation trees. So mm. you know, you 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 say this thing, it can mm. influence something that happens in the game later on. It's very subtle. But I've actually like encountered a section of the game that I didn't get on my first playthrough. Mm. Uh, there's a bit where you're essentially with the main antagonist of the game. Yeah. And he's got this drone that floats behind him. So mm. Rocket says, I'm going to go hack the drone. You stall him. And yeah. all of that. Now, the first time I played it, I ended up picking some of the wrong conversation choices. And Rocket wasn't able to hack the drone in time. Okay. So, uh, and it came up on the top corner of my screen saying, uh, you didn't manage to do that, so you don't have the the use of this drone. The second time around, I managed to hack this drone, and I did, I succeeded in doing it. And then it ends into this, it goes into this great bit of comedy where where he's now named, Rocket's named the drone Gubbins. And uh, he, the, the drone is helping us escape this facility, and it's it's all great. 
And then yeah. there's a bit where Rocket is so happy to have this drone. Like, Rocket now wants the drone to join the Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> and Rocket's like, well, one of us is going to have to give up our room if we're going to, you know, let this, let, let yeah. Gubbins, like, in, into the team. And just as he said that, Gubbins gets destroyed. Oh. And then you hear Rocket going like, no, Gubbins! <laughs> like, like, and then... <laughs> And then he's just like, look, Gubbins just led us to a dead end. He goes, it wasn't yeah. a dead end for Gubbins. And Gamora goes, well, actually. And Rocket's <laughs> like, oh, how dare you? Brilliant. <laughs> so Brilliant. it just, it, 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 I, I was really pleased that even though it's a second playthrough and it's essentially the same experience, but I am getting new bits yeah, just yeah. by, and it, that's, it's, it's a great game. And if Good. you play it just a little bit differently, you can... I even I even did just to show the viewers uh, on stream. Uh, there's a secret ending. There's there's uh, an early ending to the game. You can essentially end the game early. Okay. Um, and I showed them the secret ending, and everyone going, "What the hell? That can't be the ending." And I was like, "No, no, no it's fine. We get to do it again. Here we go." <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. It's fun. It's fun. But anyway, yeah, that's what I've been playing. What have you been playing? Uh, just more Jurassic World Evolution Two. How is that um, chaos theory going? I love it. I've opened a park. I've opened up actual original Jurassic Park. It's so good. Um, it's it's very much just like now do this, now do this, now do this, and I'm like, okay, I'm doing these things. Yeah. Um, and I've got a little bit more freedom now. I'm getting to do more research and get more things, which is mm. good. Um, but I'm very much enjoying. It. It's it's this feels like a much more complete game than the first one did. They're so like a much more complete. Game. Is 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 this chaos mode now taking longer than the initial campaign, and you're actually yes. getting more? Satisfaction yeah, I, I haven't out even of it. finished the first movie yet. Yeah. Oh wow, fantastic. Okay. So is it doing it every like movie as well? Like the the every movie is five done. movies so that I'm are now really out. Looking, yeah, five movies. So I'm yeah. really looking forward to seeing what each movie is like. Um, and there's more DLC on the way for free. So I'm really excited nice. to to see how this game develops. But I I'm really happy that I bought this. I'm really happy that I've got this game. It's right up my alley. It feels a much more complete game than the first one. Um, and I enjoyed the first one, but this feels like a much more complete game. So it's I'm taking my time, and but I am getting. I will get to sandbox mode eventually but i actually really enjoying chaos theory so nice. yes that's what i've been playing lovely stuff lovely cool. stuff i'm now interested because you texted me earlier I, i'm I, interested to see which one you've picked i i, I went for the lighter <laughs> okay should we play the music let's play the music salt salt how much do you need salt salt with just a pitch for me sodium chloride in my inventory where we're reading the news and it's a sodium story i mean if you want, we can go down the dark rabbit hole. Uh, if you want. I feel like we should do two takes. <laughs> okay. Well, do, I'll, no, I'll, no, 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 no. We're not doing that. We don't have time. Um, let's just keep it light. Uh, let's keep it light. And, and we, may, we may touch on the darker tone at a later Another date. Yep. But um, this is a fun one. This is a fun sodium story. It's, uh, mm. it's DC. Wow. Uh, exclusive colon. Uh, Henry Cavill is trying to appear in The Flash. So... Better get in there quick then, eh? Uh, hey, I think they've, they've... They've wrapped, haven't they? Yeah. They've wrapped. Yeah, but, like, it didn't stop, you know... Oh, no, I mean, Doctor yeah. Strange is now... Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness is having six weeks of reshoots. Exactly. So, so, so they, anything they can, can be, happen. A, there can be reshoots, and B... They'll, they'll just put a fake mustache in and say. That's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all it's saying it's like uh, you know it's giant freaking robot, of course. Um, 
saying that, you know, anything can happen, blah, blah, blah. But it says, Giant Freak of Robot has the exclusive from our trusted and proven source that Henry Cavill is vying to have a cameo in The Flash when that finally wakes, makes its way to the theatres. Uh, do you know what I heard? What? I heard Michael Keaton is wanting to make a cameo in The Flash. As a, oh, he is. Wait. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think that's true. No, I don't think that's true. I, no, you know I, I don't heard? think it's true. Do you know no. what I heard? No. I heard, I, uh, I heard Burt Ward. <laughs> Burt Ward has now made an appearance two weeks in a row in this podcast because yeah. he, he was in my Fantastic Five last week. And now. Do, you, do, you, do you know what I've heard? Do you know what, what have I've you heard? heard? I've heard Dean Cain. <laughs> I've heard Ezra Miller is playing two characters in the latest <laughs> Flash movie. Oh, giant freaking robot, right? But all it's really saying is because, yeah, you can have it, but I think the whole point of having Supergirl in the Flash movie is to yeah. not have Henry Cavill as Superman in it because it yeah. does have Supergirl in it. Yeah. Um, the fact as well that Henry Cavill turned down doing the cameo in Shazam, mm -hmm. that wasn't them having a slight at him. Like that, what, He turned it down so they did the scene yeah. where you don't see his face. Yeah. Because he said no. Why he yeah. said no, I don't understand. Because that's that's one of the reasons why I don't believe this story. Is yeah, because yeah, yeah. He, he, if, he, if he cared that much, he would have been in Shazam. Do you know the, the main reason I don't believe this story? Because it's from Giant Freaking Robot. Yeah, there you go. There <laughs> you go. So, yeah, I, 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 I don't think that there's much more to talk about with this sodium story because it is, it is quite bullshit. Um, yeah. It, again, there's no real sources or quotes. It's making just, making stuff up is fun. It is. It is. It's, <laughs> it's very fun. You know, and I I, uh, I think it's quite interesting that there's there's probably more Superman. Is Henry Cavill going to play Superman? There's more time dedicated to that story than he has. This spent this, this article has definitely been written by someone who is a fan of the Snyder Cut. Yeah, probably. Yeah, there we go. There yeah, we probably. Go. Great. We're, we're calling you out, Doug Nori. <laughs> Consider yourself called. Um, brilliant. Thank you for this story. I, di I did nothing. Salt, salt. How much do you need? Salt, salt. With just a pitch for me. Sodium chloride in my inventory. When we're reading the news and it's a sodium story. Oh, my God. Sodium yeah. stories. Sodium gonna, stories, eh? Maybe the death of me. All this bullshit. I'm gonna die of bullshit. Like, <laughs> like, what is it? What, what is it? What is it when you eat? When you like die of like shit poisoning? Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, like the oh, there is. Uh, was it not what, dysentery? No. no, 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 no. You know, like when like there's dog shit and like oh, what's it called again? I can't remember what it's called. But anyway, know, that's what I'm gonna like die of. The if white, I keep getting the white these... dog shit would make you blind or something like that. That's yeah, what we were told at school. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I've never tried. I'm dead inside. Yeah. yeah. Should we do something a bit more fun? Yes, very much more fun. Excellent. Let's let's do Fantastic Five. Let's do it. When your brain is in a twist, cause you've got to make a list of the best things of all time, or the worst things we can find. It's a fair and fabulous phenomenal Fantastic Five. So I love how organized we are with these. Well, here's here's the thing. I saw your text this morning. Yep. saying Fantastic Five, and I mm. sent you my reply with a suggestion, which you liked. You were like, cool. And then I realized that I'd only been awake for five minutes. 
<laughs> when I replied to you. <laughs> so I was so so in that in that time I was thinking, um, what, what 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 are we talking about this week? What could we do as a reference to the stuff that we've talked about? And the first thing that came into my head, which actually you know we I think I think we've actually got some some decent choices here, mm-hmm. and and the choices were because as I mentioned earlier. Tilly sort of essentially not entirely being written out of Discovery, but yeah. it's it's a character exiting a show without dying. Yeah. Yeah. And there are some, turns out, I was struggling a bit and then all of a sudden, like the last few just came to me. So, yeah. so it has, it, I think, I think I've got some good ones. I hope okay. you've got some good ones. Please have some good ones. I was very happy that there were no crossovers either. Like was in with us. There was like we didn't pick the same ones. Oh yeah, I'm impressed with that. There usually is usually one or two. Yeah, yeah. So okay, okay. So yeah. Well, who wants to go first? Shall I go first? That you're yeah, you can go first this time. Okay, cool. Um, my number five is a it's a bit of a sad one. Um, this was def for me. This is definitely the 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 beginning of the end of this series. Like the proper. Well, no, no. This is the beginning of the end of the series was pretty much after series three. Uh, when it first got cancelled. It's Community, by the oh, way. Oh, right, okay. Um, and then this kind of became a death knell as well. So Community, after season three, never really was the same again and sort of went downhill after Dan Harmon sort of was foisted from the show. Yeah. Um, Fuck you, Chase. Chase. One of the things that really caused the death of Community for me was uh, the the exit of uh, 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 Troy. It's the Donald Glover yeah character, donald glover's yeah. character troy so you had this wonderful little friendship uh which the best friendship on in a sitcom since turk and jd <laughs> uh we had troy, troy and abed who used to do troy and abed in the morning so like a fake chat show and stuff like mm. that love them love the pieces uh, and our uh, troy left um so there was no one to really layer to balance out abed as a character do you know what i mean there was no one that he could jump bounce mm-hmm, off that worked mm-hmm. well with anyway so troy left um and the reason i'm putting in there uh it's established at one point in the series that troy is scared of lavar burton <laughs> right is he scared of lavar burton okay and he's because he 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 looks up to lavar burton but he never wants to meet lavar burton right 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 okay so actually meeting him because he's like it could be so much worse so they do this so like they set up that he meets lavar burton and he sort of freaks out and everyone thinks he's happy like like, you know he's like like, like, no i never wanted to meet lavar burton anyway uh so flash forward he goes to leave uh community and he leaves on a boat with lavar burton to go travel around the world and it's just it's just wonderful um so that's my number five troy leaving community with lavar burton lovely What's your number five? Um, kind of LeVar Burton themed. And then also not LeVar Burton themed in that it's Star Trek The Next Generation. Ah. Uh, and we say goodbye to Wesley Crusher. Oh, good. Uh, where they finally pay off that season one setup uh, for, for him to go away with the Traveller. Yeah, they almost forget about it, don't they? They do, they do. Uh, in fact, they did forget about it when it came to making Nemesis and Wesley was there uh, in like a Starfleet dress uniform at the yep. wedding. And they were like, actually, no, no, he wasn't there, was he? No, 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 no. So I don't <laughs> think that's canon, thankfully. Uh, and if anything, it would be an interesting he is, cameo. He, apparently, in, according to canon, he, he travels with the Traveller for a little bit yeah. and then he re-enrolls in Starfleet. Oh, does he? 
and then becomes a chief engineer. In what canon? The canon. Like the prime canon, the prime yeah, universe. Yeah, but, but, but in where, where was that established? Was it a book, a comic? Um, so or it's something? established in books and it's established, believe it or not, in a ride in Las Vegas. <laughs> a Star Trek experience ride. And oh, so it's genuine no canon. And that's why he's at Picard's, uh, not Picard's, at, at Riker's wedding. At Riker's wedding, okay. But I would, in dress I, uniform. I would find it interesting if Wesley and the Traveller made an appearance in like a future season of Picard or something like that. That I'd find kind of intriguing. Mm. Um, but it was, it was just, it was a nice... I would just like to hear shut up Wesley. That'd be amazing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I, but I just thought it was a nice way to finally write that character out without killing him without making him a Starfleet captain or some of the other yeah, cheesy yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was paying off something that was set up in season one. Cool. It was Good also shout. a bit of a surprise because when, when the Traveller finally does reappear, you're like, oh yeah, that guy. Yeah. So I, I just thought it was, you know, it, look, it's not the best. That's why it's number five. So Wesley Fair. Crusher, bye. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay, Great. what's your number four? Okay, we're going to stick with Star Trek. Oh, okay. We're going to stick with Star Trek. Um, the first time a Star Trek character leaves Star Trek is Tasha Yar dying. Well, yeah, that's... It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's but then death, the first yeah. one that... The first character that ever leaves Star Trek without sort of dying is Crusher, actually. Mm, yes. Yeah. But Crusher it wasn't really re- written in the series. It was just like, and she's gone. <laughs> well, no, no, she went to... She was leading Star Trek, Starfleet Medical. Back yeah, but you don't get that at the end of season one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just that but, that's what it is. So... Yeah. Then you have Wesley mm. leaving with the Traveller. Mm. Um, and then it's quite a while before we have any other characters leave. Because mm. Worf joins Deep Space Nine after Star Trek Next Generation is over. Yes. Um, and then you have that. No one leaves Deep Space Nine, I don't think. No, oh, apart from Jadzia, who no, dies. Apart from dying, yeah. but the, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. But no one leaves, if you know what I mean. So it's not until we get to season seven of Voyager that we have a character oh no sorry Kess I forgot Kess leaves Kess leaves and then comes back uh, mad and Seska yeah. <laughs> leaves as well but that was weird um, she does she die eventually back. doesn't she Seska she does yeah, yeah yeah. but this is one of this even right this is actually right I'm gonna I simultaneously hate this character mm. but this character has one of the saddest goodbyes oh it's lovely and it's Neelix in yeah. Voyager. Yeah. I hate Neelix. I think Neelix is objectively a bad character. I, I disagree, I but that's fine. No, no, not a bad character as in bad, um, badly written or anything like that. Actually a bad person. He's actually really, he is. He's a bad person. He's a leech. Hmm? He's a leech. He's a leech. His relationship with Kess is toxic. And um, yeah, he's he's not a good person. Mm. He's not as good that's as actually, That's quite fair. Yeah. Yeah. So he's actually. Uh, anyway. Anyway. That aside. That aside. Uh, that aside. His goodbye yeah. is really emotional. Yeah. Because he is part of that crew. He's part. He, he he becomes a real part of that crew, and people grow to love him. And I think, especially considering what they went to together as a as a pairing, um, surprisingly, one of the people he's closest to is Tuvok. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, Tuvik's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that aside that's a, that's a whole uh, moral- episode morality of, of that aside um you know he's he does actually get close to tuvok even though tuvok never admits it and the last moment he has on voyager hmm. is tuvok dancing for him yeah just moving his foot but it's enough it's enough 
And it's just like, it shows you how close those two actually were in the end. It was Tuvok actually showing Neelix some respect. Yep. So it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful goodbye. um, And really, really well done, I think. And for good reason as well. I think that actually the actual story, the the writing reason, actually it made more sense for his journey that he went and rejoined the the last of the Talaxians to help Mm -hmm. lead them. Plus he'd be Uh, so strange if he arrived in the Alpha Quadrant, the only one of his species in that area of the galaxy. Well, there you go. So yeah, there you go. That's my my number four is Neelix leaving Voyager. What's your number four? Uh, my number four, they were actually only in a few episodes of this series, mm. uh, but but uh, I, I, I'm going with uh, the Michael J. Fox character in Scrubs. Nice. Um, because, like, takes take some of the other guest people who've been in it, you know, Elizabeth Banks, Heather Graham, mm. Mm. Um, and, and other people who appeared in one episode. I mean, of course, yep. there's Brendan Fraser as well, but he died, so I couldn't go with that. Mm. Um but all of those characters, but I still think, and it was early on, but the character that Michael J. Fox played, and all of a sudden the name of that doctor has completely gone from my brain. But Brown? Sorry? Doc Brown? No, it wasn't Doc Brown, but that would have been a really good, that would have been a really, really good. Uh, they should name. have called him Doc Brown. That would have been like. brilliant, yes. But he was only in maybe two, maybe three episodes yeah, of Scrubs. Yeah, wasn't that but many. Yeah. He made an impact. Mm. And his final episode was just lovely where he's giving essential just like one final bit of advice to each of the characters yeah um something that they kind of copied with uh gina in brooklyn 99 where she's giving one last bit of advice or one last like Ginaism yep. or yep. whatever yep. it was um nice. but he's 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 giving these final bits of advice then he has this really random kiss with uh with elliot but then it turned yep. out to be a fantasy uh, because it was all the whole thing of the, uh, the, 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 the roof toilet. Yeah. And the roof toilet is his Everest. And it's just great. And then he, he does accomplish it. But then when they go, who took the picture? Who took the picture of him sitting on the toilet? And then she turns the, pic- the, 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 the picture over and says, picture taken with a timer. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, okay. Uh, and then because of his OCD, where they say, well, we'll never see him walk back in this place. And he doesn't see the fact that, because he, he has to walk with one specific foot out the door first. Yeah. So you're seeing him in the background while he's making his like final thoughts. And you're seeing Michael J. Fox walk backwards and forwards in and out of the hospital until he uses the right foot to leave. And it's just really sweet. And as I say, he was only in it for a few episodes, but he made a massive impact, so that makes his goodbye all the more important, and they pulled it off. And look, yeah. I'm talking about this character nearly 20 years later. Well, at least 15 years later. So there we go. Michael J. Fox, Scrubs. Nice. Good shout. like it. What's your number three? My number three is uh, from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay. Season three, end yeah. of. Um, it's Angel. Leaving. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, to go on to make the kick-ass show Angel. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, again, it's... When Buffy started, Angel was such a big character. You know, mm. Angel was the love of Buffy's life. And then they had that whole season two where, you know, he becomes evil and tortures Buffy emotionally and uh, physically, you know, mm-hmm. um, and then comes back and redeems himself in season three. Incredibly manages to redeem himself. But then leaves uh, because he realizes the best thing that's the best thing for him to do he can't put himself in the situation where he could be what he could be in season two again like 
he leaves for the greater good. He leaves for Buffy's own good. And she doesn't want that to happen. And it's like the whole lead up to it and the whole realize the whole realization that he needs to leave is incredible. The whole lead up to it is wonderfully written. And there's like that horrible moment where he says, I'm leaving. And they had the massive argument. And then he turns up at her um, uh, graduation, uh, prom, her prom. And, ta- and you know, she takes her out to prom and stuff like that. Um, and he turns up there. And it's just like, there's, it's so wonderful. And then the goodbye between them, there's not a goodbye. It's like he helps the fight. And then he's there and he just disappears. And like, it's like they, they had that final moment together where they just sort of look at each other. And like Buffy at the moment is like, yep, you're doing, you know, this is the, this is the right thing and stuff like that. And it's just, it's just such a wonderful little goodbye between two lovers really mm. um and again he, he goes on to create they, they go on to do the spin-off series angel which i love angel i think it's such a great spin-off series um but i think it's just the way that, that he departed from buffy was so well done um that yeah that's my number three lovely lovely yeah. What's then, your he went, then he went on to help solve crimes with the fbi yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah if bones was the same universe as buffy that would be great oh <laughs> That'd be great. So, so he rewarded. He gets his soul back at the end of Angel and yeah. becomes an FBI agent. Yeah, changes his name oh, okay. to Sealy Booth. Definitely. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. What's your numbers? What's your number three? My number three. Um, I mean, the reason why these characters were—it's two characters in one. Uh, the reason why these characters were written out uh, of one series was so that they would get their own series, and then it wasn't picked up. So then they were just written out which was such a shame because they were such good characters. Uh, yeah. And that's uh, Bobby and Lance uh, in uh, um, 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 Agents, of, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, the, the the married couple, of one of them, yeah. yeah. And because they, basically they, they took the fall for a job gone wrong. Yeah. And they, they, they were essentially fugitives. Like even, yeah. even S.H.I.E.L.D. were after them. But even though the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. of their d- division... Uh, no, knew what was going on. Yeah, yeah. They, they, so, so they 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 helped him escape, but they they knew that they couldn't work with them ever again. Well, they got the agents goodbye, the spies goodbye. Yeah, but th- but th- so there they are uh, at this bar, just sort of going right. We need to go on the run and everything, and then they get a couple of drinks, uh, and the rest of the team they can't properly say goodbye to them, but they're just sat at a booth, and they all make eye contact and they just sort of nod very carefully at each other and it's just it's it's incredibly moving it's, it's like the spies version of the end of american pie 2 yeah yeah exactly that yeah <laughs> yeah 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 perfect. you know the, you know the, you yeah. know the american pie 2 where they're all just sort of uh they're, they're, they're at the part dancing at the party mm-hmm. and they all just raise their glasses to each other one at a time yes and sort of like yeah it's that yeah it, it's exactly that uh and then like Gemma crying uh, and <laughs> sort of like, but um, it was, it's just, it's a very moving scene. Um, and annoyingly, you're excited because you go, well, these guys, these, these, these. Can't wait to see this series. Go, yeah. And then they made a pilot and they, not even the pilot got televised. <laughs> it yep, was just yep. never so got made. Go. So uh, it's a bit of and a shame. One of the characters came back. What, one of them came back for one episode. Yeah. One of them came back for one episode. Uh, and the other one went and made uh, John Wick. So, so that's 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 what happened. Yeah, she's uh, Adrian Palicki is in uh, John Wick. She's yeah. she's great in that. Also, that's also, also she she was um, she did have no, she, poor poor woman. She did another pilot that didn't get picked up. She was uh, going to be a TV Wonder Woman. 
that I saw pictures of her as Wonder Woman and everything, and uh-huh. uh, but that pilot didn't get picked up either. But, I, think, um, I can see that working. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, Bobby and Lance from Agents of Shield. That's my number three. What's your okay. number two? Oh, my number two is uh, that's what she said. Um, <laughs> my number two is Michael Scott from The Office. Oh right. Yes. It is actually Michael Scott. Yeah, I, 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 I know. Uh, I know the scene. I've I, I have seen bits it's, of it. It's so. Yeah. Oh. Like I love the American Office. I I just think it's so good. And when it grows into its own and it leaves the shackles behind of the British Office, it becomes a much stronger show. Mm-hmm. Um, that I think for it on its own right. Um, and one of the characters is because I. When you first watch it, Michael Scott is a deeply unlikable character. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as it goes on, he becomes a lovable idiot who gets himself into bad situations. You know, for example, his uh, relationship with, oh, what's her name again? I can't remember, but mm. really bad Catherine relationships. Tate, wasn't it? No. Mm-hmm. It wasn't Catherine Sorry? Tate, was it? No, no. But he gets himself into like really bad relationships. He gets himself into bad financial advice, so on and so forth. He, he means well, but keeps doing stupid things. Um, and then in the last, his last series, his last season, I think it's season seven or something, six or seven, he meets Holly Flax, who is like a dorky version, like a, uh, just as dorky and as silly as him. And he ends up falling in love with her. Um, and he makes a decision to leave with, with her. Um, he, he's going to fly across the country to live with her and start a new life. Um, even though Dunder Mifflin is his entire life. He like he saw himself there forever, but he, he leaves everything behind for this woman that he loves. And it's, and it's wonderful because that's all he ever wanted was to be in love mm. and have that relationship. Ja- uh, no, 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 that's not her name. Anyway, um, that's Janice. It's not Janice. Um, oh my God. Yeah. But it's a wonderful... So the goodbyes are one. The, the whole his whole last episode, goodbye Michael, is wonderful. It's him. It's him taking the time to say goodbye to every single character, mm. um, and he, he has these wonderful moments with every single character saying goodbye to them and really having like this special, something special to in his relationship with each character, which shows a lot. Um, and in the end, there's one character who almost doesn't get a goodbye, and that's Jenna Jenna Fisher's character Pam. Mm. doesn't almost doesn't get the goodbye and it's the last she ends up being the last one when he's there in the airport now everyone was really sad everyone on the office was actually really upset that uh steve carell was leaving the show Mm. like really genuinely upset yeah so when they filmed this scene jenna they switched off the microphones right so they didn't record what was said between jenna fisher and steve carell Jenna Fisher runs up and tells from Steve Carell, and is, they're talking actor to actor here. They're not talking as yeah, characters. Yeah, yeah. That how much she loves him, how much she's going to miss working with him, how much it, nothing's going to be the same without him, so on and so forth. All these things that she wanted to say. And they both start crying because they just know that they're not going to get to work together again. And mm. they're really upset about it. And it's like genuine tears. And and she, she comes she comes back to she, they turns around and comes back walking to the camera, uh, and Paul Feig who's um, uh, directing it mm. goes that's brilliant. Now can you do it again but a little bit faster? Because they took so long to do it, so they had to do the same situation. So they did the same thing again but a little bit shorter. But it's like it's and the thing is when you watch that scene though you can it's because they're actually talking friend to friend yeah you can feel the emotion like it feels real it feels so real because it is and that's my number two 
Nicely done. Wonderful. Very so nicely there you go. done. What's your number two? Uh, my number two is uh, Rose in Doctor Who. Yes, mm. she does come back, um, but you know it's fleeting when she comes back. It's yeah. it's you know it's not like she becomes a recurring character again. Yep. But yep. it was uh, you know a genuinely sad goodbye. It it yep. works, um, and you get that lovely speech, and it you know it's that funny sort of thing of it's Bad Wolf Bay and mm. all of this mm-hmm. sort of stuff burning a sun just to say goodbye and all, all, all of that it's all very powerful stuff yeah um but but it but it works like and you know it's the music in the scene is great as well and you've got that you know that sort of moody bass line it's all a bit grungy mm. and then you've get that you know all of that sort of stuff going over the top i know i know i'm i'm, I'm the world's worst theremin but um <laughs> but uh, you know what that that piece of music is is so upsetting to some people um my, my ex-girlfriend like it would make her cry on command just playing her that piece of music um it even got to the point where i had that piece of music as my ringtone for when she called me now that might sound oh, cruel but that meant she never heard it because it would yep. be when she called me. So it, it, yep. it's not cruel. It's not cruel. I made sure yep. that she didn't hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, It was. you know, it's one of the most emotionally impacting scenes in all of Doctor Who. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I just think, yeah, I, 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 that's, that's why it's my number two. You know, Rose okay. yeah. ending nice. up in the parallel universe. It was quite yeah. well done. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. good. There you go. Hard to top that in Doctor Who. Well, what's your number one? So I think I've topped it. Uh, it's Doctor Who. <laughs> it's my Doctor Who. Right. Now, this is an interesting one because mm-hmm. it kind of bends the rules a little bit in this. It's not a death. The Doctor doesn't die. The Doctor regenerates. Yeah, but the version of him dies. I'm calling shenanigans. Nope. Still the Doctor. <laughs> the Doctor doesn't die. The Doctor regenerates. Calling shenanigans. My number ten. Yeah. Is when when David Tennant leaves Doctor Who, the tenth Doctor leaves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! It's the slowest regeneration of any Doctor. I think like the, you can get away with trying to justify it as it's radiation poisoning. Yeah, yeah, totally. But like he gets him. a chance to go around and say goodbye to every individual character he's touched. Yeah. Like life he's touched. Yeah. And it's just like, whoa, it gets really deep. Yeah. And you've got uh, Wilfred, the old mm-hmm. guy, mm-hmm. getting emotional. Like, well, no, you can't. Why have you sacrificed yourself? I should have done this. I should have done the. And he goes through it. And he, and you think for a second, almost for a second, even though we know as an audience this is his last episode. There's almost a point where we go, oh, no, maybe he's going to be okay. Yeah. Maybe he's going to be okay. Well, there's even that moment when he's in the glass booth. Yeah. Which is all very Wrath of Khan. Yeah. Um, when he's in the glass booth and he he cripples in pain. He like, you know, yeah. crumbles up in pain. And he gets up and he manages to do that. And it's like he looks youthful again and everything. He's regenerated and it's just like, everything's going to be okay. No, but you also think that when he stands up, it's going to be the new person who's yeah. taken yeah, over. Well. You so think you, that's you, the regeneration scene, but it's not. No. No, so you, you, we're almost lulled into a sense of oh maybe 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 he doesn't go, mm. and then it's just like you want to talk about levels of emotion with Doctor Who. His last line 
where he just turns around and goes, I don't want to go. Yeah. And literally everyone who's watching Doctor Who at that moment goes, me neither. <laughs> you f- oh my God, on so many levels does it hit you. And then it's recreated and so many times, obviously Spider-Man in Infinity yeah. War, but also the, um, the, did you see the TV movie of um, like the, the, the history of Doctor Who? Of, no. of the actor who played the original of, of William Hartnell. And mm. it's sort of like that. And it's when he's being essentially fired and replaced yeah. with Patrick Troughton. Yeah. And you see him at home saying, I don't want to go. Yeah. And it's, it's it's them doing like a little sort of like yeah. twist it's on incredible. that. It's incredible. It's mm. such an emotional scene. Such an emotional regeneration, like it destroys the TARDIS. Yeah, um, he really needs to stop regenerating in the TARDIS because yeah. it seems to make it crash every fucking time. But it's an incredible goodbye. It is for David Tennant. So that's my yes. number one. What's yours? Uh, mine. Well, I'm, I I I might be bending the rules, but I actually don't know until season four of this show comes out. Um, because as far as I'm aware, this character is now no longer in the series. Go on. And that character is Grogu, a.k.a. Baby Yoda. Yeah, yeah, I saw, yeah, yeah, you're bent, like, I'm like, hang on, hasn't been confirmed. If you're allowed to bend the rules, I'm allowed to bend the rules. Um, because, uh, look, for all purposes, like, it looks like that character's gone. Hmm. Because we're not going to have a de-aged Mark Hamill for a whole season of Mandalorian. We're just not. Yeah. We're not yeah. going to have that. No. Uh, but when 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 young Luke turns up and takes on Grogu mm-hmm. as 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 a new Padawan, basically. Yeah. And uh, it was unexpected. Uh, we didn't think like we we didn't think it was going to be Luke. I mean. It makes sense in the grand scheme of things, but we didn't think they were, they were going to go there. Yeah. We thought that he that Grogu was just going to be given to some other person, maybe Ahsoka. You know, that would have made more sense. Give, give him to Ahsoka, and then that would be Ahsoka's companion in her TV series. Yeah. But it was just, it was a surprise. It was a surprise to some of the cast. Like, they hadn't been told that Mark Hamill was going to turn up, which was just incredible. Mm. Um you get that battle that you've wanted uh, of 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 Luke in that prime era, just using his powers to the best yeah. of his ability, and it was fucking cool and reminiscent of Vader in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's an emotional send off for Grogu. He finally gets to see Mandalorian's face. Mm-hmm. You know, he 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 he's he slowly throughout that season as well. He was slowly just being like, you know what, I don't need to keep this mask on. You know, he t- he takes it off in order to get information to f- save Grogu. Mm. And then he knows that it might be the last time he sees Grogu. So he will take off the mask. And mm. it, it's just, it was a powerful moment. It was a very powerful goodbye. And maybe we'll see Grogu in a, in a, I think the next time we see Grogu, it might be interesting. We might It'll see. It'll be a Gr- FaceTime call going, hey, how's Jedi Academy going? Well, I'm thinking he <laughs> might get. <laughs> We're, we're done with Zoom calls. Even <laughs> even in the world of Star Wars, we're done with Zoom yeah. calls. It's holograms anyway. Um, yeah. Zoom holograms. I think we might, if the next time we see Grogu, I think there'll be a growth spurt and he will be a bit more... Um, Yoda-esque. Less, less baby-like and okay. more... It, we'll be going, we'll be calling him Teen Yoda, like we were going with Teen Groot. Ah, uh, 
Okay. That's probably cool. what we're going to get. But uh, that, that I, I just thought it was... Look, maybe maybe he's not gone, but as, as far as I'm concerned, he's been written out of the show, and that's that's the way it looks right now. That could be, let's be honest, that could be the end of Mandalorian. They could have just ended the whole seat show there, but they haven't. They haven't. They haven't. So I'm going with Grogu. Okay, excellent. We shall see. We shall see if this comes to pass, because if he turns up in the next series, you have... I, I, I have to re-record this whole episode. Yeah. Yes, you do. You do. Okay. <laughs> good number one. Love it. It was. It was a good, fantastic five. When your brain is in a twist Cause you've got to make a list Of the best things of all time Or the worst things we can find It's a fair and fabulous Phenomenal Fantastic Five oh, Thanks for that, buddy. It, 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 again, I, I did nothing. <laughs> um, to anyone who's made it this far, yes, you might have heard my baby crying in the background. So I'm going to have to go need... I'm going to have to go, uh, go find out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I'm going to have to say that's the... Um, the end of the podcast it is it is uh, so thank you so much for listening I say if you've made it to this if you've made it to the end thank you if it's the first time you've listened to this podcast do us a favour whatever platform you're listening on why not go ahead and hit subscribe so you get the latest podcast the latest episodes to you straight away and um, yeah that'd, that'd be nice and if you know what if you hit subscribe why not do another thing as well head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review on this episode or any of our previous episodes as well. The more five-star reviews we get, the more audience we attract through uh, through Apple Podcasts. That would be just that'd just be lovely, wouldn't it? It would just be lovely. It would be great. It would be and, very nice. Yeah. And tell you what, if you don't want to do that, if you don't, if you really don't want to do that, why not just tell one other person uh, about this podcast? Recommend this podcast to one other person, whether that's in real life or online where can they find us online they can find us on facebook they can find us on twitter they can find us on instagram they can find both of us individually on twitch where you can talk to us in real time and you know that's how you can really engage with us uh you can also which we appreciate more than anything in the world is uh, support us on patreon um the, the more subscribers we will get on patreon we will be able to try and up our content we will give you access to our discord it's just it's just a nice way of helping support us because you know as as we've talked about before we do this for free and uh, it's not that we're saying we don't want to do this for free but we want to be able to do this in a more sustainable way that's that's yeah. that's really it we want to we want to be sustainable you yeah. know that's that's yeah. that's what we want yeah. this to be yeah. and uh, it's not that it's not sustainable right now it's just you know there's life man life anyway look support us on patreon if you can uh, find us on the Facebook, on the Instagram, on the Twitter. Tell your friends. Post our episodes everywhere. You know that's that's that that would be lovely. That would be a very nice thing to do. And uh, yeah, you, you know, just just Google the Geekatorium and you can find all of those links there. Or you can just look at the description of this episode and you can just hit the share button, like Mr. Carranza already told you. I'm just repeating ourselves now. Yeah. But thank you so much for listening. We will be back next week. See you later. Bye bye.